They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poorest part. Bright night, city lights, I gotta make it. This is where it goes down. I just happen to come apart. Little boy, little baby, I gotta make it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Power After Hours, your favorite power podcast. I'm your host, Jeff J. Joining me this week is one of my people's real good friend, dude who you see everywhere in the multimedia space. You've heard his voice. You've seen his face. I mean, like, he's ubiquitous among media. Yo, I'm in my thesaurus bag. I need Jameer Khan. Jameer, what's going on? Hey, Jeff, first of all, you don't need to use all them big words for me. <laughs> Man, throughout ubiquitous, I am, uh, I, you know, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to, you know, build with you finally. Um, I'm excited, bro. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of the show, fan of power. So, you know, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, man. Yeah, this is it's good to get you on because we these are the type of shows and the type of things we always discuss offline. And I told Jamil, yeah, I got to get you on Power After Hours. Like we got to we got to do it at least one time. That's I, I am like Big Brother follow up, so I will definitely hold you. Like <laughs> you, tell me, you tell me, I'm not gonna hold you. I'm holding you, bro. I am definitely holding you. So yeah, not Big Brother follow up, bro. Bro, it's like yo, I know he's gonna hit me up. I know, I know. It's just like. I may not be on time, but I'm going to be on time when it needs to be on time. That's so a fact. That's what it is. So let, let's get into the episode. We are recapping Power Season 5, Episode 4, Second Chances. What did there you think go. of the episode overall? Man, yo, I, I really love this episode, to be honest. Like, I really felt like it tied up a lot of loose ends, in my opinion. And one specifically was, when is Ghost going to grieve, right? Because we're seeing Ghost and... He's been like, he's keeping it together, at least in the public eye. But this is the first time we kind of see him crumble. And when we see him crumble, it's in a big way. We think he has it all together, he's clean, and then he falls apart. So it's good because you never know when, like, the grieving period is going to hit. And I was afraid that it wasn't going to happen. But I think the writers did a good job of showcasing that. Cool, cool. Yeah, man. I, I I was digging this episode too. I think I like it better than last week's episode. Last Me week too. seems like it was they were trying to cram a lot in. I yeah. thought it was okay, but it wasn't like my favorite. Um, but I, I will say there were some things answered that I think uh, they, that was hanging over the show and just little cliffhangers from the beginning of the season. So where you want to start? Who you want to talk about first? You the guest. I'm going to go into whoever. Who we want to talk about first? Um, yeah, let's talk about Tasha. Whew, all right, let let let's do that. That's something that's been been prevalent with her, right? Yeah, you can see that Tasha's been dealing with the grief. I'd say better than Ghost, absolutely, and it's relative, right? But better in terms of actually grieving, actually actively looking to deal with the grief. That's right. right. Deal with it and find outlets. She's going to counseling. She's, you know, she's actually breaking down. Like she's going through the the stages of grief while Ghost is just drinking his life away and 
becoming the the ghost of hell's kitchen the ultimate vigilante killing <laughs> people to to uh, That's good. Uh, uh broken parts of his soul that but, was a good one bro thank you sir i'm not even gonna front i've been sitting on that one but <laughs> here's one thing that i see ghost really blames tasha for reina's death which is wild dumb to me right and he's wild dumb. lashing out he's lashing out he, he's calling Tasha selfish and th- it's still hitting Tasha. Like she's not out of the woods. Like this is, she's probably going to be dealing with this all season. She's taking sleeping pills to yeah. get, to be able to sleep. And if you've known anybody who's had to do stuff like that, you know, it's coming from a place of hurt. And when, when they're dealing with grief and being medicated while doing that, it, it's never really a good sign. So she, she's really fucked up. Yeah. And, and he, in dealing with his grief, he's lashing out with her. And, of course, she's going to find an outlet. And that outlet is our resident super simp, Terry Silver. Yo, my man Terry Silver always coming off the glass. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he is the residential cleanup man. This dude is just, like, getting all the buns off of sympathy and vulnerability. What a creep. I but uh, Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Now I was going to say he's a, he's a creep, but... Tasha keeps keeps coming back. And, you know, he always lets her back in. Um, no matter, like, I know that Tasha somewhat wants to be with Terry, mm-hmm. but I don't think she'll ever, she ever will, like, fully. Right. She's too invested. She's too invested. I haven't seen a dude clear the boards with such efficiency since French Montana. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> You want to talk about rebounding? It is rebound. And it's pro- <laughs> when Dennis Rodman was the worm, that's Terry Silver. Yo. When they was calling him the worm in his prom, that's Terry Silver. But here's the thing about Terry, right? Dirty Max rarely prosper for long. It's they never going to happen. In the short term. But in the long term, it's not happening. He basically one step away from snitching out everybody just to get with Tasha without realizing that there is no scenario where Tasha gets out unscathed, especially since her gun is the one who killed Jones. Yep, yep, yep. Some way, somehow, her hands are just as dirty as everyone else's, and he thinks that he could just pick her out and save her when and everybody else goes down, and that is Selling a dream, my brother. That is selling yourself the ultimate dream. That's not going to happen. And lastly, I hate his mustache. So, <laughs> I, it, like, I never trust him because his mustache is really, really thin. So, like, uh, Charlie Chapman was doing black exploitation. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I don't trust it. So, oh, man. I don't trust it. Yeah, man. And you know, it's, it's just thinking about Ghost, right? One of the things about this episode is I think for the first time since Ghost went to jail, Mm. he's really hit rock bottom. Because even when he went to jail, you know, I don't think it was rock bottom for him. It just that's just what happened. It was it was circumstantial. But he was still he was still all right. Like he was descending. But I think here he's he's hit the ground to the point where. Councilman O-Dog. <laughs> Councilman Love Hall. Right, right. <laughs> yo, yo, yeah. this, man, this man is real. Yo, 
Councilman Tate is the finesse king. Yo, he's a motherfucking finesse. Oh my God, bro. Yo, the way he's able to manipulate, because you think about it from his perspective, he's trying to be governor. This Queen's Child's Project is his baby to get him those votes and that notoriety so that he can take the next level from councilman to governor. Mind you, Let's talk about how bold that jump is. You're going from a councilman all the way to government. You ain't even trying to, to, to get to mayor. You are skipping goal. You nah. don't even want the $200. You go nah. straight to politics. <laughs> it up. Yeah. For real. You know what I mean? So That's so a good point. With, with him, he's looking at ghosts. And, and to be fair, Tate, Tate is, is being a politician. And he knows. He keeps telling ghosts what to do. And yeah. Ghost is ghosting right now, which is he thinks this is season two where every movie made was lit. Right. And it's not, not season two. Season two was three years ago, bro. Yeah, you yeah, are yeah. a different ghost. You are the most powerless character on power. He fell off like a bad bag of dope. That's for <laughs> real, for real. <laughs> like, nah, like, real. like the 92 bricks? Like the 92 <laughs> bricks that Hove is talking about. Let's go. What do you believe more that Hove lost ninety two bricks, or he could cook better than your auntie can? Oh, sling the greens better than your auntie. Uh, I'm probably going to say ninety two bricks. My my aunt could put her foot in some mac and cheese. I don't know if Hove got it. Where have we gone in hip hop where we allow our heroes to defile our auntie's cooking? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hove kind of fucked up on that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like greens, he said greens too. You, he knew he did say greens. He said greens, bro. And not bro. I, mm, I, mm, mm, mm. I've had some good auntie greens. I'm talking about diabetic foot auntie greens. So I doubt that hove could cook better than that. Just saying. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I I, I got you on that a hundred percent. Like it's. I, I don't know, hove. I don't, I don't know, hove. I'm just saying. I don't know. But this dude, he's telling him how to move. He's he's telling him, yo, you I don't think because he should know why he's not in such a good state, because this dude <laughs> ambushed him with a press conference. He knows he's going through all this grief. So he's telling Ghost, yo, let me just handle the speeches. You do your little schmoozing. I don't think you're in the best shape to represent. And Ghost, I got this. I got this. And I right. thought it was an ill scene with him on stage giving that speech and seeing Raina in the audience. That was was real. I love that. I love that scene. It needed to happen, though. And it needed to happen that way to show Ghost how fucked up he actually was. Like, because he's not... I think think he thought he could keep it together in the public eye. Right. but But he can't. Like, it finally caught up to him. This is something that he can't finesse, as you said prior, like when we were talking about Councilman Tate. He can't finesse his way out of this. He can't smooth his way out of this. He can't fuck fancy like he fucked fancy last episode. His and that way didn't out work. of this. And that didn't work. It didn't even work. He has no juice. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, like I said, you forget about get the strap. It's bring the bottle. Bring the bottle. <laughs> bring, bring the bottle. Bring bruh. the bottle. Bring the bottle, but bring the buckle. But here, yes. <laughs> but you you know it, it's crazy because he sees her in the audience. He breaks down. He can't complete the speech. Loses about forty percent of the donations they probably would have got. And he's yeah. he, yo he's in a point where he's breaking all his rules. Proctor was telling him, "Yo, you really can't be involved in anything illegal. You got to stay squeaky clean because for one, 
if anything else goes down, you have to have plausible deniability. And two, Proctor's just trying to get his law license back. He's trying to, to be admitted back into the bar, and he knows everybody's wilding. So he, he want he want to be white again, right? Right. He, want, he said, "I don't want to do this no more." My man said, "I went to all the trouble to change my name, get this law degree, and be right, and all right. I'm gonna mess it up." Yeah, and you know what word he want to say, but he can't because they so but they cold blooded killers. But you know what he want to use? Right. He even wanted to use it with Tommy, and he was like, "I'm not." Even like, yeah, <laughs> and you know what? I wouldn't even be mad if he used it. If you kill somebody at my house. <laughs> and I'm white. I might throw that. I might throw that word around. I might. Why I can might I use it? <laughs> yeah. Why can at this moment in time? I mean, Edward. Damn. I mean, come on now. You know, you know, I think this is applicable in this, this situation. Is absolutely applicable. I wouldn't even be mad. I wouldn't be mad. So this plan with Tate, and this was the one I think the ace that he had in his back pocket was to make Dre the face of the company, to the, Jesus. Face of the project, and Dre. I understand Dre. Dre can see the issues that Go had going public, where yeah. he didn't really want a public persona. But Ghost, but him, you know, he he. If you're gonna do that, he needs something in for him. And I think when he realized that, yo, if something real is going down with the Jimenez after they got popped, one if all of the, any of them find out, Ghost Tommy Kanan, they already know they're coming with the full force. And That's I, a fact. This was the ultimate chess move, but it's a horrible move. But it's it's one of those moves where, you know, like when you play Connect Four, and there's just that one place that you go where you know the game's gonna get drawn out, or you <laughs> yeah yeah in a position you like fuck it, I I just gotta put it there. I gotta I gotta do it. There. Like that's all I could do. That is that is the situation that Dre was in. So him accepting to be the co-chair, the co-face. And, yeah. and and put him align himself publicly with Ghost. So if anything happens to him, Ghost is gonna get implicated. Like he he can't and and all not to mention that QCP thing is gonna get ruined because right yep. now Dre's public persona is way better than Ghost's. Yeah, yeah. Remember we Ghost went to jail. I mean he was found out that he didn't do it, but still, I mean, and his daughter just got murdered. It's not looking good for the for the St. Patrick name. Right. And I feel like Ghost is in a fucked up position because he knows how much he's riding on the QCP project because he 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 wanted too just as bad as as Tate for different reasons of course but he wants that right and that that's why he probably can't like he can't smoke them out the you know because anybody else I mean you I, what what didn't Dre do I mean at this point if he'd have shot him in the boardroom I would have understood right right. But now he gotta play. He gotta play cool. And one of my favorite words, Kiki, with this <laughs> dude that uh that 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 caused the destruction of his whole family. Right. So it's I I I I understand what you're saying, and I don't think Dre is able is gonna be able to finesse this situation like Ghost would if he was put in this situation. But I do think it's a it's he if, if this was Domino's, he locked the game. Yes. I don't know. I don't know what pieces he got. Yes. But he locked it. You know, so. like how many cards you got? How many cards you got? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, oh shit, I still got three. I still got three. But you, you know, know, I'm you telling know. you. But it was a power move, uh, no pun intended. And and Dre, I love Dre's speech where it was all subliminal. Where he's oh like, yeah, you know, I I went to go work for the competition, but I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Yeah, <laughs> how you yeah. know? 
now that our public uh, ties are aligned, you know, I think we'll, we'll be able to work better together. And I like when he was like, Rashad, I'll never forget this. <laughs> Yo, isn't that crazy? Yo, you see that was face change when he was smiling and he looked at Dre. I need that gif, yo. Yo. Gif, gif, whatever you call it. That is, it's almost like um, the Chris Paul when he was like, yes. Laddie. He was like, ha ha And it turned his head immediately. It was like <laughs> that. It was like, I got to play cute. And then once I turn my head, it's like, it's a wrap. Like, I, I hate these people. Right. And, and Dre's speech, like, like you just said, was like the biggest nanana boo boo. Right. You can't catch me right now. Right. I was like, damn, this shit. Like, when is the disrespectful? Like, when is the disrespect going to reach a feverish pitch? I don't know, but it's not going to end well. Right. And, and it, you know, do you think about Ghost? He he wasn't coping well with the with the loss of his daughter. He, he lashing out at Tasha. So Tasha decides to leave him. So he's a back to being alone. Damn. He broke. He um he and, and then on top of that he has to work with Dre and there's no way to get him out of the picture. So right now this dude is losing. Speaking of losing, Angela mm. Valdez. Oh man. So many, like, I, she puts the L in Valdez, right? Yeah. <laughs> she puts the L in Latina. Bruh, all, of, the, all of that. You got you to gotta freaking, like, roll your L's. Like, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> O.D. So, bro. Yo, she worked this case. They, oh, they, they, they worked it 20. This is the best their, their office has worked since probably season three. This is the best their 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 offices work. They got Arturo to roll on the Jimenez, which which didn't take long at all. I mean, this dude is a. But you could tell he wasn't about it because he didn't kill Lorenzo and he took the blame and he was always shaky about it. Mad shaky. No, he wasn't. He he's not built like that. He already knew, like, yo, I'm giving him up quick. They captured the Jimenez. They got these dudes. They like this is, and you know, that's the type of case that you could call your shot for the rest of the life. It's over. Right. You could do anything you want. And what happens? This dude, Steve, my man, Steve, comes out of nowhere with, and and you think about it, this is the same thing she did to Blanca. That is a good point. She went over her head, made it a Fed case. Give me all of the files. Now the DEA comes in. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm here on business, higher than both of our offices. I gotta go talk to them. And it is so ill to hear him talk to Alicia Jimenez and, mm-hmm. and break it down. Like she, they broke it down. Yo, your cartel actually stabilized the area. So we can't, you're too big to fail. Yeah. We can't capture you yet. Y'all got to go back and handle that cartel. What, what you, what do you do? Like, it was almost like, he's looking at him like, yo, what, what's wrong with y'all? How y'all get, yeah. the how y'all, exactly. How y'all get caught? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that shit was bugged out. Bro. And even iller than that, the twist that Alicia wanted Diego to get popped. And, yeah. and that's, yo, but if you do look at it, I mean, from a business point, it makes sense. Right. Like, he was doing a lot of fucked up wild shit that was making shit just wild hot or made no sense. And since he was making things hot, I mean, it's fucked up because that's his blood, but she was like, this dude is better off in jail and me running a business than him being on the street with me. I can't pretend no more. He got to he got to dip. He got to be caught. Right. 
I was like, wow. You see, Steve wasn't even trying to hear that. He was like, yo, y'all got to do your own dirty work. And she's the one who planted the gun. She she planted Steve. the gun. She right. And what's ill is, at first I was a little confused. Like, how is that? How did you plan all of this? But she was trying to get to Mexico the whole time. Yeah. Why she she restructured the org so Dre takes care of all the business. She, and she wouldn't have to be there. Right. She paid off his debt. Um, Diego Six. Yo, that's a lot of liquor. Yo, bro. Low. 60K? Bro. In like a week? Like two weeks? What's wrong with people? Yo, I wish. He's a liability. I, I need Diego to go to uh, Naviant for me and go blow that money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You want to blow? You want to blow, blow some money? Like, yo, take care of these loans for me, bro. Word Facts. up, Sally Mae. Yo, put a hit on Sally Mae. Word, word, good. Yeah, like let's extort Sally Mae. Put up Thanks. Something. So, Facts. so you know, we we, we so. He pays off the 60K. They restructure the org. Cristobal now is going to know how to do the book so that they have expansion. Like she's she's low key setting up fail safes for yep. depending on who goes down. And, but she just couldn't get off the tarmac because they figured it out too quick. So mm. Angela loses that. And then on top of it, she loses another love interest. Now, I don't really have any compassion for that because after Greg Knox... And everything oh, that happened God. with you after you got your job back after really coming within a hair of being arrested and losing your your license to practice and lose your job, you're gonna mess with some random dude from DC that just so happens to work in the same field as you. Yeah, because we and you don't you didn't even think for a second. Yo, you had Sandoval under your nose the whole time, and he was with Lobos. Who the hell is this dude? <laughs> yo, you wouldn't yo, think about that for the second. That makes such a good point, and this is why I kind of voted Steve the MVP of this episode mm-hmm. because not only in the previous episode did he wax that ass, <laughs> but but like as soon as she threw up the the last shot and it was wide open, she was wide open in the corner about to seal it. He just comes out of here with a LeBron block and just blocked her whole shit. Bruh. He said, I fucked you, and now you're fucked. <laughs> Boom. Drops Mike. Shout out to my man, Steve, man. But he even kept it classy. He was just saying, like, yo, just because I liked you doesn't mean I wasn't going to have to do my job. I'm doing my job. Like, it's... But- but he, he low-key, he, that, was, that, was, that was type fuckboy behavior because he knew it would have came to that. He knew that it was going to come to that, but he probably was figuring, yo, maybe it'll take them a little longer. <laughs> exactly. Or maybe I could just get the buns right now. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when it get there. Definitely, definitely fuckboy behavior, though. Bruh. <laughs> I was just like, yo, he, you know, he was probably like after he hit, he was like, damn, they found him already. <laughs> Like damn, I'm, I was in town for like another week. Yeah, like, damn, I could have, I could have hit again. Right, like, right, right. We could have went out to another dinner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All of that, man. All of that. So, so, and she's left without a love interest. She gets burned again by another love interest. Um, it, it falls within her line of making bad decisions. Of course. Um, loses the case, loses the Jimenez, and then he throws a a, a a bone talking about you could build a more ironclad case. They had the gun. They had yeah, everything, they had bro. Both, both brother and sister. They had everything, and there was no more ironclad than that. Like, yo, yeah, Steve Steve was really in his bag. Steve was yo, in his bag, for sure. Dog, like, if you, she was the one that, that found out that they were brother and sister. Like, she put all this shit together. 
Bruh. But I will say that karma is very heavy this season. Hmm. I think it's a heavy theme. And I just, I, I believe that was instant karma. She did a lot of shit leading up to this that would result in something bad happening. I, I, I will say. Like, even though it looked good, like with the Tasha situation, she still did that. She right. was jeopardizing, you know, a lot of shit throughout the whole, like all the seasons. And it's leading up to this. And it's like, like you said, it's probably the biggest L that she's taken, um, especially for her career, which she's passionate about. And then, you know, and then she just, you know, the, Steve, Steve, Steve Slade. Sleep, Steve Slade it. <laughs> Shout out to Steve, man. Steve Tampio. Yo, Steve, Steve's the MVP. Legend. But Legend. here's the thing. Here's the craziest thing. Her L, that might not even be the biggest L she has on deck. She's being investigated in through multiple channels. In, oh, in yeah. Because Mock and Sax, they're they want everybody gone. Yo, they yo, they 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 hit Proctor with a warrant to find Bailey Markham. They got Teresi as a mole. And they're in that tailing time. Like they want, because they're still tight that they lost th- that original case. Yeah. But now yeah. they want everybody, including Angela's job. And if Angela loses her job, then that means they can slide right back into where they were. So exactly. on that end, she's got to contend with that. And she sees that they're still tailing her, tailing um Egan. So yeah. for that, in that regard, she might start to catch on. But she doesn't know is that Blanca is still keeping her investigation going and now she's starting to piece together the things that Angela was trying was hoping that she didn't so she's not gonna stop and she already discovered with um dude that uh Daryl who she used her lock she used the login to delete the file right 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 this right. dude is suspended so now she's putting all the pieces together so Angela if the right don't get you the left one will you talking about karma Dog, it's going to come back. Yo, it's going to come tenfold. Like, she's done a lot of crazy shit just to cover her own tracks and also other people's tracks. When she found Tommy on that list that, that Saxon Mox were, were looking for him and had him under uh, investigation, you saw on her face, it's like, yo, I got to deal with this shit again. Like, right. At, bro, hey, look, I'll be honest. So, sometimes you got to snitch. I'm not doing it. Sometimes, sometimes you'd be like, look, I fucked up. But these motherfuckers over here, you know, and sometimes is it is it worth it? Like she wasn't even messing with ghosts. Or oh, when's the last time she spoke to Tommy? Like I understand there's still a lot of like they, they could they also know a lot about Angela, so I guess it's not that easy. Like she's stuck in this. Right. But I would have snitched a long time ago, to be honest with you. She gonna she about to say it ain't snitching if you got it. Turn <laughs> <laughs> up, turn up. Do but speaking, you, speaking of Tommy, our favorite oh, resident man. hothead, the man who's never seen a good decision that he didn't like. Oh my god, this dude! It, it is so ill that Tommy is the friend that you know makes the horrible decisions, and you know when the horrible decisions are coming. And you know what he's going to say when you tell him it's a horrible decision. Mm. And Bill's going to make the horrible decision anyway. Of course. This, of course. And we all have a Tommy or two or three in our lives. And or nine. Is the, <laughs> that man is the archetype for bad, um, mistakes were made. <laughs> it's, it's embarrassing. 
to the point that Ghost has to conspire with Kanan behind his back to devise a plan to get him to stop messing with Teresi because they all have that inkling. Kanan sees it. Ghost sees it. Um, the dudes in the mob, some of the young boys in the mob see it. Dog. How did this man come home so quick? Like, y'all, y'all not worried? Like, you think this was night and day? He was sitting for 25 years and all he of a sudden... Going, he was going life, yeah. And even though Tommy's skeptical, yo, you still messing with him. And, and yeah. I think it was important when they said it. Um, I was watching the uh, the power recap that Courtney Kemp does after the episode. Yep. And she even said, the thing about Tommy is he never had a... um. He's always had one family. Like, you know, when Ghost says, he's been your family 15 minutes, I've been there your whole goddamn life. Yep. Now Tommy has options. And let's keep it real. He probably has options that are more relatable to him just from a... A, a, a complexion standpoint? Complexion, background. He, he never had a father. So he, he, he's absorbing this. It's a certain amount of power because now he's with the mob. So so this is all new to him, and he's trying to uh internalize that. You know what I'm saying? So which, which I which I get. But all right, so two things. One, I think you made a valid point when you spoke about uh uh Ghost and, and Kanan have to conspire to try. Like, let let's not forget that Ghost set this man on fire. On fire, man on fire. He was on fire. Cannon got his son addicted to lean. <laughs> if these two people are conspiring to say, hey, you need to chill. Your father's up to something crazy. Then that's how you know. Like, I would have thought about that and been like, oh, shit. Well, maybe I do need to listen because that makes sense. Second of all, if anybody knows anything about you know, street code. If you just looked at law and order maybe once or twice in your life, if somebody's doing life in prison and they get out randomly, does this not make you want to like move back away from somebody? Because they clearly cut a deal. Right. He was a mob guy. This this dude, what it wasn't like mistaken identity. He wasn't just some like random Joe Schmo that was in the wrong place in the wrong time. He's had bodies. He's conspired to do things. He's run a drug organ, a drug and mob organization. And then he just gets out out of nowhere. I'm staying as far as away from that dude. If I was Tommy, I wouldn't even believe that this dude was my father at this point. Right, right. You need the DNA test. You got to go to Maury. Somebody. No, let's go to Maury. Teresi gonna be on the screen like he got my eyes. Look at, his, look at his earlobe. Look at his earlobe. <laughs> you see that nose bridge, Mari? You see that nose bridge, don't you? You tell me that's not my kid. How you gonna tell me? <laughs> you sit up here on this stage. You think this is a joke? You think I'm gonna cartwheel when you tell me what I know? What am I an asshole? Right, right. Right. What am I? If the answer is yes, you're like, ah, no, you're not really. I mean, you could be. You could be. You just, could be. And that doesn't take away the fact that it's true or not. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> but there's no Tommy, right? So so Tommy, um, hey, the the plan was ill. But this just shows like Kanan, they made Kanan such a strategist. Yes. Where they were going to do a drive-by 
and shoot with blanks to to make Tommy toxic to the mob. Mm-hmm. And he does this and gives them the option, the doo-doos, the random doos he hires, gives them the option of bullets. Like, yo, just have these just in case. Knowing that these dudes are going to say, fuck that, we ain't using uh, fake rounds. We're going to use we bitches. Yeah, we're going right. to shoot. Yeah. Then turns around and kill these dudes after they did the drive-by. He came out like, like super gangster. He was like, um, um what was his what was his game? Bulletproof? What was the name of Oh name? yeah, bulletproof. bulletproof. He came out like he, yeah. he came out like to save the day. Then, then told Vincent, the mob boss, that Tommy still had drug beef. Dog. And that's what it was. And now Vincent is like, oh, dudes is lying. Yeah, he was like, he told me he got he told me he got rid of that situation. Right. So now and I love it when Kaden knows something's going on because he he smiles. He says a little smile like, oh, I got yes. you, motherfucker. I got him. Right. So now it's like with that, he's going he, – he's setting his – another phase in his plan to take Tommy out because now he's endearing himself to the mob. So if he ever wants to make a connection with them – although, you know, there's always still the ties. Like I, Vincent asked, do you know those guys? I mean, I know y'all all don't know each other. Yo, <laughs> yo, bro. <laughs> Yo, when he said that, I was like, just say it because they're black. Just say right, it. Right. I like, just say it. I was like, I know that's what you want to say. He said, we don't be having problems with black people like that. So, I mean, so like, right. Come quiet. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> what am I an asshole? That was right, that kind right, of, right. What am I an asshole? You guys clearly know each other. He's like, he's like, I don't want to be a snitch. Come on. You're, 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 you're sick of me. Tell me. I need to know. Come on. I need to know. We'll handle this because he was ready for smoke. He said, "If it's still that drug stuff, we can handle it. Like, just yeah. let us know." Like, they, he yeah. wanted all the smoke. But here's a couple of things that I think people m- might nitpick or whatever. What I, well, I was looking at it right. First of all, I think it's hilarious that they're having this conversation. Kanan tells Ghost about Teresi being out, and he didn't know. Right, right. And then he goes, "Yo, can I talk to Tabi for a second? Like, can't a kid overhear what you say? No, he was mad loud, bro. <laughs> Yo, like, what was the point? Would you just mad loud? It over there, and then on top of it, you brought it up earlier. How how Ghost has all of a sudden just become super casual with Kanan again? Like, there's oh. no trepidation in his voice. It's like they were. It's like back before the show started. Like exactly. they were peoples. I, I'm like, y- y'all tried to kill each other on numerous occasions. Right. He got. He's getting comfortable. Maybe it's the grief. I don't know. But it just. It's just weird. That's a all right. But not not to cut. You, that's a good point though. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's the grief because grief often has people. Whether it's drug of choice, whether it's alcohol of choice, whether it's like sex or anything, you need something to fill that void. And sometimes things that are familiar help fill the void quicker. Right. So maybe that's part of the process. I don't know. But Ghost just looks so weak right now. Like, And you know, like you've confirmed that he's had something to do with your son turning on you. Mm-hmm. And he's had something to do in the past, even before, like, your daughter passed, like, just, like, family issues. And he just, he tried to kill you. Right. He tried to kill you. It's not that, like, you can't be that cool afterwards. <laughs> yeah, it's you not can. like you're going to be uh, going to Curl Fest and whatnot. Like, yeah, 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 trying yeah. yeah. Up, trying to link up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Well, for brunch. What you well, what it, for brunch? <laughs> Yo, what it looking like? What, what y'all on today? What y'all like, on? Today? Yeah. Don't 
text me. You tried to kill me. Don't text me. <laughs> Don't text my phone, bro. He <laughs> tried to murder me. Like, it's wild. That's wild. What did you think about the last scene with Ghost finally? <laughs> yo, Angela treated Ghost like a dude. Like, yo, I just been mad busy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm like he finally meets up in the. I like the cinematography of the scene. I love um, it. that. That was dope. But that just it was funny that she was just like, "Hey, it's like, what you mean? Hey, I've been calling you for three episodes. <laughs> My daughter dead and shit. Like, <laughs> how I many needed- episodes I gotta call you? <laughs> <laughs> you, was for the, you was waiting for the mid season finale. We, you know, we only got ten. <laughs> yo, yo, I, I thought, uh, <laughs> I, I, I thought it was, um. I thought it was really good. I thought I thought the 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 uh the end was really really good because like you said before these people equally have hit rock bottom. And when they hit rock bottom something tends to happen like over time like you rise from the from the ashes like 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 the phoenix. And in in a lot of ways these two were incomplete without each other. They've always, since the, since the series has begun, they've always had each other in some way, shape or form. When shit got bad with, with Tasha, Ghost was there. Remember, Ghost was going to fucking leave the, 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 the state and leave his family for Angela. So without Angela there to kind of help him through this, he was even more incomplete than he than he usually is without her. So now that I feel like these two have hit like rock bottom together, they're now finding comfort in each other. And you know, I don't know what the upcoming uh, episodes will bring, but I can. Th- this might be the the turnaround in some way, shape, or form for the both of them if they link back up. Right. So watching the watching Courtney Kemp's uh, re- quick recaps mm-hmm. said one of the reasons why this episode was named Second Chances was because of that final scene. Yeah. Angela yeah. and Ghost, where they've gone through hell. They both hit, you know, they, they're both this episode. They, they've been stripped. Their power has been stripped away. Stripped and, away. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So now they 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 can only find solace in each other. The The familiar thing that helped them escape from lives that they weren't feeling at the moment. Yeah. Now they're, they're back and they're back together. I also think it's a second chance. The episode it's Teresi. He's getting oh, a man. second chance at, at life, but he's also doing it at the expense of Tommy because he, even yeah. though he's never been a snitch, he's breaking his code. Even if it's not on the family, he's still snitching to, to get a final, a final chance at, um, at seeing his his wife before she passes, and just of life, you yeah. know. What I mean? So, so it's that regard, and then also, you think about the attempts that Dre has made to get close, like to be this, because he's always had this aspiration to be a, a kingpin, to be what Ghost and all of them were, and now he has another chance to do that through the Queen's Child Project. Yep. To have that complete face. So everybody's getting a second shot to do something, but it may not necessarily work out in their favor. I don't think it will. I think um, if I can make a prediction on... Do it. To, oh, no. No, I said let's do it. 
Oh, okay, if I can make a prediction, uh, I don't think it's going to work out in Teresi's favor. That's somebody, like, for sure, I know it, it, it's, it's not going to work out. And I, I say that because Tommy is homicidal, mm-hmm. and uh, he's, he's killed the woman that he's loved, he, he loved already. I'm pretty sure once he finds out what's going on, he has no problem killing the father that he's known for um what how many episodes we, we could say like f- like five half a season maybe a full season like full, half of the season of last year and- yeah 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 so maybe like 10 episodes i'm pretty sure he won't mind putting the putting the bullet in his ass i think if he's pushed or provoked to if, if he finds out and his back is against the wall but i, I don't think it's gonna in or or it's it's, it's the mob that that's gonna take him out like when you snitch, it's it, it's 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 going to be hard for you to keep that under wraps, and people are, are already having suspicions about Teresi. So I don't think it's going to end well for him. Definitely. Word. All right. So let's get to these questions. We already recapped. The there we go. So we did a thing. Let's get to y'all y'all questions. So first up. What do you think of the writing this season? And if a major character dies, who? So we touched on we touched on this uh, earlier this season on Power After Hours. Um, just see if anything has changed. You know, I have different co-hosts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, um, and I'll I'll even intertwine this with my man. Shout out to my man uh, Chris Law. He we were talking. Um, I, we get real life questions too. So right. he said he feels like this season the show has fallen off a cliff because there's nobody to root for. Mm. Everybody's trash. Everybody has a reason why you would hate them. Like really the only person that you wouldn't have hated was Raina and Raina dead. So everybody has a reason. There's a reason why everybody like you would hate everybody. So for that reason, he feels like the season is starting to careen off of a cliff. What do you think about that? Well, uh, to 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 put in perspective, I would say you're absolutely right. The only character that I don't have hate for is uh, Lil Ghost, which is Ghost's daughter that we never see. Only with the <laughs> only with her grandmother. Conveniently, I was like, like when I saw the scene when Tasha was packing up, I like, where did you where did you come from? Where was you hiding, Lil Ghost? Yo, I think her name is Yaz Yasmin. I don't. She is she? She 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 hides wherever Bobby Shmurda's hat went. Give <laughs> <laughs> me in there, that pops up from time to time. <laughs> Yo, yes, bro. <laughs> that is an absolute fact. I'm like, where the fuck did you come from? Like, stop. Like, it's either you gonna be, and it's always weird because she always appears. When her grandmother is there. Right. And I'm like, Debbie Morgan hasn't been like reoccurrently on the show since what? Season one? Right. I'm like, so you real like, where you been? You ain't gonna you ain't gonna say nothing. You ain't <laughs> gonna cry nothing. So maybe I take it back. Maybe I do hate her. I do. <laughs> like um, she's like emotionless. Like she doesn't like what are you there for? So, so here's the other thing that I will say. I don't know if there was really anybody to root for in the history of this series. Like you may like people more for the stuff that they do, but in terms of rooting for somebody, I would say 
I probably I rooted for Ghost in the beginning because he was trying to get out and yeah. Tasha wouldn't let him. We, we we did we did this at the um beginning of the episode when we talked a beginning of the season when we talked about who is to blame for Reina's death. Mm. You could make you could make a case for Tasha because if when he tried to get out all the way in season one, she clowned him. Like what that the hell else true. you gonna do? Be the manager of truth? What you think this is? Like you know what you do. This is what you do. So That's she true. started. So so it's ill to see her character. She started out as the one who did not want to get out of the game because she couldn't see a future. Now, it took yeah. Raina's death for her to really, Raina's death, ghost cheating, all of that, for her to say, yo, this life is different. Like, this, this we this, we need something different. Like, this, something has to change. So now her mentality's changed for that. So I could say in the beginning, I was, I, I, I think, Ghost wasn't like a sympathetic figure, but you did root for him, and especially I rooted for him to do cool shit. Like season season two is my favorite season of power, and okay. that's where he was moving, he was moving on everybody. He was so smooth, but I personally don't think anybody's there to be liked, like to be liked. It's just mm. which which evil do you like more? I, that's that that's a real that's a really good point. I'm trying to figure out in this series who have I. Uh, who have I liked? Right. Like who who was who was dope? Like who did I root for? And I, you know, I mean, I, I think you make a good point. It's like everybody has had two sides. Maybe the only person that I genuinely was like, oh, I, I, I fuck with them is um what's what, what's my what's my man's name that he died? Julio. Julio. Yeah. Julio was that dude. Like, Julio was a straight up dude. He got set up. He got killed. I don't think I knew about him enough personally to see like his background to see if he was like a snake or or, or he was like two sided. He just seemed like a really good dude, and uh, he got murdered. Everybody else, scumbag. I would say that was one of the things that I wished about Power was that we got at least an episode, maybe like parts of episode where we could see Julio because he left the Toros Locos and he got he basically need a deal for him to get out. And they they allude to it. But just knowing why he wanted to get out, what's his background? I think that would have been ill to see. Shout out to J.R. Ramirez. Every time I turn around, he got a new show. So, you know, shout out to him. Um, I think Manifest is the show that's coming on NBC. So, you know, but but yeah, I think pound for pound, you know what? Yeah, Julio is the the, the character that I, I, you could, that there was no issues you always rooted for because he was exactly down for the cause. Yeah. Down for the cause. Um, As far as the writing this season, I think overall it's been good. I think, I I think last season was the worst season of the series. Um, Wow. Wow. I I think it was the worst season of the series just in terms of what happened and and the way certain turns take and just logic. I think it was the worst of the season. I like the way this episode, like um, this season is going. I think Dre is being written well. Like this, yes. I had no, I had, there was no exit strategy for me with him. So I thought he would be gone by halfway into the season, but now he's the Bond villain. Yeah. I love it. I love it. He gotta be there. That's why I tell people, like, people be like, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, when is Dre gonna die? And I said, he has, he has to be there. 
Right. He has he has to be he plays a pivotal point. Like his his part in in the series, he's making things move really, really, really well in terms of plot line. Mm-hmm. So in terms of the story, he has to be there. He makes sense. He's necessary. Word. So I was like, don't I, I, I said it and and you know to, to to talk about, you know, further on like the part two of the question. If we had to see somebody die, I don't think it would be him as a major character. Somebody that that we are accustomed to that we sort of root for will die prior before Dre. Yeah. Pop prediction. I, I, that, I believe that. I, I can see Proctor. I can see I can see Proctor. I can see Proctor getting shot in the face. Yeah. Although, you know, they're going to use Jerry Ferrara for as much as they can. Get that coin. Right. Get that but, coin. Uh, but I could see, I could see Proctor going. I could see Teresi going. Definitely. I could see him going too. Um, so yeah, there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that's on the table. Next. Um, I want to know what's your take on what he said and his reaction. Cause he was tripping. And this is about the, um, the scene where Tasha was packing to leave ghost. Oh um, God. Yo, he was hurt. <laughs> I mean, that's really what it was. He was wilding. Like he, I think we touched on it earlier. He was wilding, but he was hurt. Like you could tell she was talking facts, and he was just like, "All right, we'll leave." <laughs> Remember that? Leave then. He was like, "Step, step." Right. I don't even know why you're still here. Step. And then she left. He's like, "G, g, 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 g." So he was hurt, and then when she left, he realized, "Yo, I'm all alone." So he was definitely big wilding. He wasn't even small wilding. He was big wilding. Um. So yeah, I, I, uh. I, I would say that. Thank you for the question. Um, I'm starting to think that Tariq is Kanan's son. We talk, I, I talked about yep. this last week, but yeah. I don't think that's the case. I don't think that's the case because, one, if he was Tariq's father, then he, that means he'd be Reyna's father, too, because they're supposed to be twins. So that, ah, there you go. That's, that's, too, that's too soap opery to, mm-hmm. to go down. I don't think that's the case. I hope it's not the case, but I don't think that's the case. Um, one thing I mentioned last week, I think rape is on the table or some type of funny stuff that happened between Kanan and Tasha. Oh, oh, definitely. But definitely. I don't think that he's their kid. Their, their, um, those are his kids. I don't, I don't think that's the case. Because even if he had an inkling that those were his kids, I don't think he would have allowed what happened to Raina to happen. And he didn't gotcha. even show that type of remorse. Maybe he just doesn't know, but I yeah I don't I think it's a little far fetched. Dog, what happened if what happens if Lil Ghost is his? Yasmin. Yo, or whatever her name is. Yes, Yasmin. We'll call her that. What yeah. happens if Yasmin is his kid, though? That would make <laughs> yo. That would make sense. And if if they was like, oh, the baby's Yasmin, and she just does a slow turn. Well, and I smiles. Think- I think that's out of the question too, because I believe Kanan was in jail when she was born. Ah, oh, damn! Remember, See, you know everything. He's in one. You know everything. So, so that that's the case right there. So I, you know, that it's got to be either Reina or Tariq, or they, or he did something that she he doesn't know because T- Tasha wants his fade. Like she facts. He, Od he wants his fade. Her face something crazy. So, um, so yeah. So yeah, thank you for that question. One more, um. I'm getting confused about the ownership that Ghost has in Truth. Wasn't Dre working there uh, last season? 
So what happens now? What is the how the hell uh, uh how the hell is Ghost still working at Truth and Dre isn't? So this has been a, a thing that uh shout out to my power group chat. This is something that we've been trying to figure out. The I whole- was a I was a little confused on that too, bro. Right. To we've been trying we've been trying to figure that out the whole season. And I wasn't I wasn't really sure. But now when I saw the the, the scene with um Dre working Carolyn carrying Bassett's books, I get it now. Dre, um if you remember, Ghost was trying to flip that deal with Karen Bassett to get truth and him to manage the clubs in her hotels. So that was right. the big deal because you know he has truth and the two other hotel the two other the two other clubs in Miami that we hear about anymore that just we just don't hear about those clubs. I don't know what the hell is happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like disappeared out of nowhere. Right, but they're still in Miami. They're right, still in Miami, but we don't we don't ever hear about them anymore. So, um, so. I think when he went to jail, that deal blew up. But remember, she was throwing Dre the eyes and Dre was always the front person for Ghost's business. That's why in the speech he said he went to the competition. He was talking about the Jimenez and he also was talking about Karen Bassett. So managing, he basically took uh, Ghost's spot, managing the clubs in the hotels with the expansion while he's running the drugs in the hotels um, the Jimenez's drugs through their hotels. Right. So that's what it is. So okay. once the whole Raymond Jones thing blew up and once he realized, Dre realized that Ghost knew or whatever, Dre just dipped. Once all that stuff happened, Dre just dipped. So now, mm. so now he's not working there anymore. I will say it, it was very clumsy how that I have to come to that premise really by context clues because they don't they don't talk. They don't thoroughly explain it. Right. right. They haven't really explained it. So you don't really know what the hell happened. You don't know what the hell happened at all. So I, I literally I had to to pay attention and lock in to make sure that I knew. So that's mm. why that's why for me, I'm like, OK, this is what I think it is. But I, trust me where there was no shortage of me sitting down and having to put put together the uh <laughs> the picture board with all the lines being drawn like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, get the, the, the FBI board up to, to right. But that's what that's what I think it is. Okay. But trust me, anybody who's confused, you're not um you're not alone. Trust okay. me. Okay. I had to figure that out. That's interesting. Yeah. I I I never even thought about that. I just kinda let it go. But you're right. Yes, sir. Yeah. So what is it? That that's what it is. That's what I was about to go into something else, but no, that's 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 it. That's, that's it. what it is. Yeah. So that's it from our questions. Thank you so much to everybody who submitted. And as always, if you want to submit questions, you can hit us nonstop culture on Twitter or at Fanbro Show. Um, and of course, me at Jeff J says on Twitter and IG. You have any questions, comments, slander, jokes, anything, we read it on the air. Jameer, that's it for us, bro. Hey, man. Uh, you know, definitely appreciate your time. Appreciate the banter. I laughed. I cried. Uh, <laughs> you know, I just I just learned, uh, you know, just different perspectives about the show. I mean, you're really good at what you do, bro. Right. I just hope that I can be invited back to talk shit with you again in the near future because I got to get off these my power reactions. Sometimes yeah. I don't know how to feel. 
you got the open invite as the as the crew that's listened to us know dedicated you know i i be fi- trying to find mad times and everything to get people on but you I'll know you. this out we're getting this out Tuesday. So, you know, Monday, Monday nights, you know where I'm at. You know what I'm recording. So that's what it is. And you always got the open infight. Tell tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at It's Jameer, I-T-S-J-A-M-E-E-R on Twitter and Instagram. And I am Jameer on Snapchat. So just look me up. I follow back. I'm cool. Shout me a holler. Anything coming up? Man, got a got a lot coming up, my brother. Um, I just I, I'm I'll be moderating an event, uh, called From the Ground Up. It features, uh, my homegirl and 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 just friend and entrepreneur Safira Martin from Black Girl Podcast, and uh, you know, it's sponsored by Verizon. She selected me as a moderator, and you know, I'm 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 geeked for real. So August second. Uh, on West 24th Street, right in the city. It's free, so hit me up, or you can hit my link uh, on Instagram, and you guys can just register and come come through. Come through and just, you know, see see black people progress. That's what, I, that's what I'm proud of the most, that my homie is progressing, and I get to talk to him for a little bit. Don't think that I didn't hear that sponsored by Verizon, so you already know, drink <laughs> August 25th. <laughs> All the way on Jameer for sure. (laughs) My brother, it was a pleasure. Thank you for joining me. And as always, thank you to the fans. Thank you for everybody who listens, who loves the show, who hates the show, and loves to hear us talk about it. I appreciate you. As always, you can find us on Fan Bros Show feed and nonstop culture, the simulcast. Anywhere where your ears can pick up digital signal, that's where our podcast could be. If you want to see hear all the episodes, including past episodes, go to nonstopculture.com slash power and you get everything in one place. And that does it for me. I'm Jeff. You can find me at Jeff J says on all social media. That's another edition of Power After Hours. And until next time, we'll catch you later. Peace. Peace. I just come from <laughs> Bright light, city light This is where it goes down Yeah I just have enough Legal, legal, baby I gotta make it Southside